0: Hey guys, welcome to Our Kind of Homesteading, we're your hosts, Sherry (laughs) and Shauna,
1: and oh sorry, and uh, (laughs) today we're talking about uh, four easy ways to save money on your homestead, and it's less thought about things, so we thought it would be fun to discuss, but before we get started, we are doing our unusual animal of the week.
0: Yes, and that is the valet black-nosed sheep. You... Would definitely recognize one of these if if you saw them in a picture. Pictures have been kind of circulating as of late. They're like a walking stuffed animal. It's
1: like a teddy bear. So these
0: sheep have, they have like little black faces. sheep bear.
1: Last week we did. Sheep bear. A sheep pig. We did a sheep pig last week. Now we're doing, but it was more pig than sheep. And this week we're doing a definitely an effing sheep.
0: Bear that is more sheep than bear. Okay, stop. It's not a bear at all. But anyways. (laughs) So its little black face is so black and its eyes are so black, you can't even see its eyes. And I think that's why another reason it looks like a stuffed animal because it doesn't look like it has like any eyes. It's very cute. Sounds slightly creepy when I say it. Well, yeah, was like, that But did, like, no, it's the opposite of creepy. It's like walking it stuffed animal. Like it's, it's so <laughs> fluffy and it's all cream tan color all over besides its little face, its little ears and its freaking legs. I mean, I will definitely post a picture somewhere, Instagram, something. And because you got to see it, people. It's adorable.
1: Um, yeah, they originated in Valais, region of Switzerland. Hence the
0: name, Valais Sheep.
1: Valais Sheep. But not valet like, you know, I'm going to the valet, and they're <laughs> going to park my car for me. It's V-A-L-A-I-S. Yes. So if you're saying it wrong, we're sorry. If you're listening from Switzerland, we apologize. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, they um, are documented as far back as the 15th century.
0: Yeah. And they weren't, I guess... It wasn't, They weren't, like, well-known until the, sometime, sometime in the 1900s, but they can document them all the way back to the 15th century. That's, That's pretty cool. That is cool.
1: Yeah, and um, they are good for meat, right?
0: Yeah, so they're raised for both meat, like a dual-purpose animal, meat and wool. Obviously, if we had them, they would not be raised for meat, only wool. Probably not even that, actually. we probably just get them just to look at.
1: Well, know we could raise them for wool. I would never
0: raise them. anything for wool. Do you know how what a pain in the ass it is to like get the wool and keep it clean and then actually turn the wool into something?
1: I don't know. I feel like Oh, I do know. It's how a do step. You know?
0: I have researched it. It's ridiculous. You're I would ridiculous. never do it.
1: I know, but that's like looking at a new recipe and being like this looks way too hard and then you just don't do it cuz you're like scared to try it and then you do try it and then you realize that it's really not that hard.
0: It's not like that at all. It could be. An, it, okay, whatever. You fine. Get some freaking sheep. Have fun. <laughs> you let me know how that goes. I you will processing I'm the going wool. To have my God, great blow my brains out. Wool
1: jacket. I'll be yeah, super and, then, warm and then and then that's toasty. it too.
0: What do you do after you process the wool? Make Are you socks. actually going to make something with it?
1: I don't know. My husband might.
0: <laughs> that's true. He if anyone's going to it, it would be him. Yeah. Definitely not you though.
1: Yeah, you're, not a, a, you're not a
0: sewer, maker, sewer. Clo- cloth maker, what clothes do do maker. What <laughs> you You spin it, right? <laughs> She's like, what do you do? Um, oh, you don't know.
1: I know that there's a lot of stuff that's made of wool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, yes. Without further ado, our um, – yeah. So, that's our animal of the week. And then – Um, Let us know if you have these sheep and if you like them and if you use the wool and all that. (laughs) Um, So some of the easy ways. So we have talked about easy ways to save money on your homestead or we've mentioned things before. So like, you know, we've talked about, um, you know, saving your seeds, which I think everybody should do. Even like instead of going out and buying starters it's a lot cheaper obviously to start your plants from seeds and then if you're saving seeds from previous years you don't have to purchase any more seeds and so obviously you're going to be saving it's not like you're saving a ton of money and you could be like i can feed my chickens now but like you (laughs) save you still save money any everything helps right yeah. Um, and then composting is another one we've talked about. Composting is uh, obviously super easy. It doesn't take a lot of effort, minimal effort, but a really big return because you won't have to purchase. And that is quite an expense buying compost for your garden.
0: Oh, yeah. But it, and especially if you're just starting out, and you don't have any animals, no fertilizer. I mean, it can get very, very costly. So yeah. comp- and composting is so easy. Just, just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just so it's like, like
1: you take, like, your Save fruits, all
0: your fruits and veggies, no all meat, food no scraps. dairy. Yeah, all your food scraps. toss and it in there.
1: Well, and you, if you have animals, obviously, I'm assuming those animals are pooping somewhere. You take that animal poop and then you put it into your compost pile. So, like, your chickens and your goats, that makes great compost. Alpacas, great compost. Like, obviously, horse, cows, everybody knows of that. But you can use your cows, you can use all of that and put it into your compost pile and it is amazing for your plants it's your plant's food and then it makes you food
0: voila you're eating poop food for poop <laughs> it's um, okay They're, it's what all plants veggie crave poop. Yeah, that's right and then uh, making your own and every every anything and everything you can make on your own is obviously going to save you money in the long run we've you know and we've talked about that a lot basically don't overwhelm yourself start small start maybe making you know cleaning supplies or what have you and you know you can literally there's so many things you can make i mean there's a very long list actually i will put it in the show notes so we don't take up too much time here but the more you can make the more money you're saving and then um we've talked about preserving food
1: yeah we've talked about preserving food obviously that saves money because mm-hmm. you're whatever you're not using your surplus from your garden you can preserve for the winter and then it's just less things you have to buy that winter um and then, um, that is, it is time consuming. And so some people, are, you know, time is money and all that stuff. So it's all—it's always a give and take, I guess, especially with homesteading.
0: Yes, very much. Yeah. So the less thought about ways, though, to save money, and we have mm-hmm. four here for you. Um, numero uno, and people don't think about this, often overlooked, is investing in really good feeders right away. And by really good feeders, I mean for your animals, obviously. Um, for example, you for goats, you would want a very good feeder to throw their hay in, not just with like metal bars that's going to hold like a flake of hay, but something that has a bottom that's going to catch any excess. And then it's, it, it it's a you know, gives you another thing here because you're going to know when, what, like how much your goats are eating, what they're wasting, what they're not wasting. And you can see, oh, hey, you guys didn't eat that. So you don't get fed until that's all gone.
1: Yeah, that's for sure because like the – They goat- waste so
0: much if it yeah. just goes on the ground. Yeah, it's awful. they
1: want to eat, you know, all the little good parts of the alfalfa and then they'll leave like the stick stick parts, you know, of like the – the hay or whatever, yeah, and then they look up at
0: you like, like I want the screaming cream, at you, yeah. uh, more please. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, you eat the, like, all that yeah. hay. It's
1: like your kid, they're eating their dessert first, and then they're like, I'm, I would just that, like more of that.
0: That's hilarious. That's exactly how I was, um, telling it to the girls just actually oh, really? yesterday because yeah. they're like, But mom, they're hungry. I was like, You guys, look at all that hay, the straw part, like the actual straw pieces. Yeah, they are not eating it, and actually, it's very, very important for them. Yeah, so, anyways investing in good feeders and not just for goats but you know for chickens i mean any animal you have it will save you tons of money your animals will waste it and hey any kind of animal feed is expensive
1: right well and i think the the go-to like especially when you're starting out on your homestead you like will go you know to the feed store or whatever and you're like oh this one's cheaper with like you know those right you right you know and and you'll just want to get that one that's cheaper because you're trying to save money and it's not always which i feel like is just throughout life you just find that sp- spending a little bit more money is usually the better way to go, I'm not saying like you should go out and, you know, and your feeder should have like lights on it and it should like blow <laughs> I up mean, and say that's like, what you want. Empty. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it doesn't have to talk to your animals and sing them a lullaby to sleep. It's just like, you know, basic things here, but spending a little bit more money usually is, um, necessary. And so, you know, those, um, they're the chick waters. I don't know what the freak they're called. I'm assuming it's a chick water. Yeah. You know, well I know not, what
0: you mean when you say that.
1: Yeah. And they're usually they're usually like the plastic, you know, ones and then they have the same ones for like feeders and stuff. Right, right. That the plastic is so thin and it becomes brittle so quickly, especially if it's in the sun at all. Um, you know, your kids drop it one time, it's gonna break into a billion pieces and you're <laughs> Which like, oh, they, does that Your even kids happen? will drop it, don't worry. Yeah. And so it's like I would definitely invest, it's a little bit more expensive, in the metal like feeders. Um they will just last you so much longer than the plastic ones, obviously, because they're metal.
0: Right, right, exactly. another way that you're saving, you know, every penny counts, people.
1: Yeah, and so spending a little bit more in the in the beginning will save you money in the long run, again, because of the obvious reasons. Instead of breaking a thousand chicken feeders, you just buy the metal one, and then you're good, you know, you're set for a few years. Like, obviously, nothing lasts forever, unfortunately. Yes, right. it can last a pretty long time. So... Um, what's our next
0: one? What's our next one? So buy in bulk if you have the space. that's a good one. It's huge. Um, when it comes to actually like buying alfalfa or whatever your animals eat in that way. Um, so buying your alfalfa in bulk is huge because you, you, it'll drop the cost per bale just pretty drastically. Um, but there's a hitch there. You have to have the space, you know, you're talking about, you know. Maybe a hundred bales or sixty bales of hay. I mean, that takes that's a f ton of room, <laughs> and you know, unless you have the space, then obviously just letting it sit out, getting it rained on, that does not save you money. Just ruins your freaking hay. Or, or if you have other animals deer meandering around, to eat it right, and stuff like that. We have the alpacas that just you know Naughty. munch down on it, right. It needs to be covered or in some place where they can't get to it.
1: But not just buying in bulk for your animals, and you can get like where you um even for your animals you can go get like corn and stuff like that in bulk like in the big barrels or whatever you can get like barrels of corn you know like there's different ways to buy in bulk for your different animals but right nuance but also buying in bulk for yourselves for your family it's so much cheaper than like instead of buying like a bag of rice you can buy you know you can go and buy to the bulk you know I don't know what stores you guys have where you're at, but depending on what stores you have, they have the bulk, you know, item sections and you can take your old bucket in there and
0: fill her on up. Right. And get like 10 pounds of rice as opposed to, you know, that whatever that little bag of rice is. And flour. Oh my gosh. Like the baking items. Yes. Ditto. And yeah. So buying that in bulk will save you tons of money.
1: Yeah, and um, there's a lot of other things that you can buy in bulk that you probably should buy in bulk, you know, especially if you are more, um, not necessarily off grid, but you kind of live away from the grocery store of you having a bad winter and you can't get out because of a snowstorm, like you, cu- you need to be pretty stocked up for a couple weeks. So obviously buying in bulk, instead of buying a lots of little bags of something or cans or whatever, you can buy, you know, your dried beans and rice and so many, so many things. I yeah. Think. So again, you have to have the storage space though. So unless you want to kick one of your kids out of their room to
0: store it all, you <laughs> gotta like think ahead. Get out of your room. You're sharing with your brother. <laughs> this is going to be my storage space for the my beans rice are and beans. going in here. Lots
1: of <laughs> beans. Get out. <laughs> Um, So obviously think ahead and what you want to do and you can be creative like I we had like a little stupid bathroom I've talked about this before in our laundry room and I ripped the toilet out when I say I I mean my husband and we (laughs) are making it into a beautiful pantry that is going to store everything and before I would just kind of shove everything um, where I could like fit it.
0: Right well I mean yeah
1: I mean that's what most people do they're like where does this fit? They're like, people come over and they're like, where should I sit? I'm like, on that bucket. (laughs) Obviously. Right (laughs) here. Obviously. It's a perfect seat. (laughs) Who would ask? (laughs) It has a pillow on it. Jeez. Very heavy,
0: though. (laughs) Yeah, don't try lifting it. Throw your back out. I'm just joking.
1: (laughs) Is she? (laughs) Oh, kids. Oh,
0: kids. All right, so that was a very short interruption. He wanted me to bless him two times. He sneezes, and I have to say, "Bless you, bless you." Okay. Yeah, he literally I don't know. has to come in and interrupt <laughs> us so she can bless him. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I don't know. Very, very cute. I need <laughs> okay. to write it down. I'm going to forget about it. Well, anyway, now it's
1: forever on our podcast. So. Forever
0: here. Yeah. So the next thing is um, bartering, which this I think is... is overlooked, and I think it's super fun. It
1: is, it is fun. Yeah. Okay, so I don't like, like, the meeting people, you know, where you have to,
0: like. <laughs> You're like, okay, I want to barter. You're going to leave your item there, and then I'm going to come. It's I'm not... going to take your item. I'm going to leave my item. <laughs> we never have to meet face-to-face. It's swell, okay?
1: <laughs> it's It's not so much, like, you know, like, the talking to the people and meeting the people. Like, I'm not saying, like, that's horrible, even though it can be. It's more, <laughs> like, the time that no, you have sure. to commit right, to right, meeting to that barter. person. Yeah, and, like, cause yeah. nobody wants to come to your house. Like, you're like, that, okay, well, I, no, yeah. I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, get right. over it. But, like, you know, a lot of people do up here. So you have to find, like, a meeting space. And then you have to figure out what works for you. And then you get there. And then you're texting
0: the person. Like, I'm in this car. And they're and like. And then they're like, I'm not coming because my kid's throwing up. You're like, freaking great. Yeah. And I just, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, really I love do. the idea. I but love, yeah, I no, I, wish, I love
1: I love bartering. I wish there was
0: just a better you know what is a really good idea? There's a store opening pretty close to us soon. Remember, I think yeah, we yeah, were telling yeah, me about yeah. it. Yeah, I was and about they it. are going to have a system where people bring in what they want to barter. They put basically almost like a price on it, and then whatever you bring in, you can come in, basically buy, but you don't have to buy if you brought in, let's say, ten jars of honey and each jar is ten dollars. Okay, so you have a hundred dollars to come and spend at this store. Well, right? it, well, it's Well, a hundred thousand like, credit So ten
1: dollars worth of product, so I can trade somebody for ten dollars worth of their product. Exactly. So it is kind of so cool. So that would I think be more a very. Of those would be awesome. Yeah, and then it it's convenient because like everything. You just go
0: when you want. It's like a store. Exactly. You know, literally, but, and you have a, a, a more of a variety, obviously.
1: Yeah, and I think not not all, but I think some farmers markets are down to like barter and trade, but I think it's like harder. But if oh, there yeah, is like much a. Harder. I, I think Facebook, I think we've talked about this before, but your social media is pretty good at, you know, having your, your groups and your homesteading groups and what have you to where it's like your little community where you guys can like trade and stuff like that. Um, I, I do like bartering. I just got some elderberry plants from like a gal and we like bartered. I think I gave her honey and
0: I don't remember now
1: I gave her something.
0: It was either eggs or honey. Yeah, <laughs> it was that like eggs egg. or honey yeah. or milk. Milk, yeah, right. I don't yes. know what it was.
1: But I do barter a lot and I do enjoy the fact that, like, you know, you don't have to exchange money, obviously, because then the things that you – and I we always have excess. We always have a lot of honey or we have a lot of eggs or we have a lot of whatever. And so it's nice to give that to somebody that doesn't necessarily have it and then you get something for yourself. So it's amazing. Bartering, yes, I do like it. It's just the whole – the annoyance that – the community is, is ever getting bigger, you know?
0: Right, right, right.
1: Which I guess isn't a bad thing. It's just slightly irritating because then you're like, <laughs> you have to drive down to wherever because so-and-so is like, oh, I live here, and you're just like, great. So that's annoying. But <clears throat> I do appreciate it for what it is, and I wish we could do more of it. Like, but, like, but But on like a small, not smaller scale, but like more within just like your neighbors.
0: Yeah, like a neighborhood bartering system where it's like, I'm not having to drive 20 miles someplace. I'm just, I'm just, it's like right here. Yeah. Right down the street. Great. Yeah. You give me this. I'm going to give you this. Fantastic. Goodbye.
1: Yeah. Well, like, you know, you get on and everybody kind of is like, oh, this is what I grew this year, what I have. Like, can anybody trade for this? And like, but it's just like in your immediate area. Yeah. Which would be cool. That would be cool. So I'm sure people do do that. So, but, um, Yeah. Bartering is a way to save money. So, and you should think about that with whatever you have, whether it's chickens or um, bees or what have you. Think about having a little bit more to have that excess so you can barter or trade. And it's like, you know, even if you have excess of whatever, like it usually, you can usually find something so it doesn't go to waste. Right. Yes. Not that sure. honey ever goes bad. So there you go.
0: No, honey, honey never goes bad, Ow, which is amazing. My
1: ear. Um what's the next one
0: foraging ooh Shauna loves foraging I love it I do too I I quite enjoy it and I love to look at my shelf of what I foraged and all my glass little jars it's all like organized and beautiful I love it I could take a million pictures no one would want to see them but I like it
1: I, I agree with you completely.
0: <laughs> I would want to see those pictures. I just love it. I just love looking over and, like, you know, you open your little chamomile that you forged from, like, last summer, uh-huh. spring. You're, you're like, like mm, I did this. This is from my property, my chamomile. They're so great, so yeah. nice. Stinging nettle. There's so many things. So A feeder few. Oh, my gosh. The mallow. Yeah, the mallow. Oh, my gosh. I use the mallow all the time.
1: So, obviously, depending on the season, you can forage different things. Obviously. Okay, so like obviously spring is the best time for foraging when you are getting like a bunch of stuff. So that's when you get all your stinging nettle and all of your mallow and all those things that are green and lush and amazing. And then towards the summer, you can get more of like your blackberries are like a big one, right? And so obviously you have to know your climate, know your area and what you have available. But also start either talking to people or just going on walks uh, in your little local wooded areas and start looking for things because there's so much that you don't realize that is just growing wild. There's wild grapes, wild, you know, onions, like wild mint, like everything, everything. That's crazy. And so if you know what to look for, um, foraging can be a really good way to
0: basically just get a bunch of shit for free. Yeah, literally. And, you know, <laughs> even like medicinal stuff, like what yeah. I'm talking about, like the fever few, you know, chamomile also uh, is medicinal, but um, yeah. the stinging nettle, the mallow, we use that for mostly medicinal purposes, and I'm not like claiming to be a doctor or anything. It's just my preference. I would prefer to, you know, if I can, to you know, treat myself and my kids at home and stuff. Treat but, yourself. Treat yourself, <laughs> and you know wh- with what one. I know will work. And it's been I've you know proven it to work many many times over. And so you know brings me much joy.
1: Yeah, but instead of having to you know go out and buy something that you know when your kid has a cough, knowing that you forage something and you can make them something with that is pretty neato (laughs) pretty neato that's right it is
0: I know Um, I appreciate it
1: I know like right now it's getting into the fall and people don't think they can forage as much but there's still plenty of things actually a lot of berries grow into the fall um apples right now like like you could probably depending on your area like I'm sure we could definitely find some apples like where we're at we have like a ton of apple orchards like there has to be some apple trees somewhere. We haven't found them. Elderberries are another
0: one that you can forage. Well, you, you mean on public land. You can just like yeah. you... <laughs> Well,
1: obviously we're not gonna just go into an orchard and be like, Well, these are mine now. I saw them. Foraging
0: <laughs> Have a little signs uh, Wear, wear yeah. shirts. <laughs> we're foraging. You can't tell us no. <laughs> oh yeah, we can just get a shirt. Everyone will leave us alone. Uh
1: rose hips are another uh, one that you can forage in the in the fall and usually grow um all over the place so just knowing you're where you know you're the land you're near and stuff like that going on walks asking people like hey do you guys know where any of this is that i could forge you know not everybody wants to share their berry bush with you but
0: <laughs> especially if they're female
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like like we have a ton of blackberry bushes near us and stuff like that but there there's lots of different ways um or not ways, but different things you can forage depending on the time of year. So that definitely saves money.
0: Yeah. And you should do it. Try it out. And and I know at first it's kind of like, oh, what if I choose something Ooh, wrong? mushrooms. Mushrooms, mushrooms are, are a good <laughs> one. But obviously, but tricky. know your mushrooms. Know your mushrooms, people. Again, like I was just going to say, it can be intimidating at first. But just like anything in life, the more you do it, the more confident and comfortable you're going to be. And there's always ways, especially with, you know, the internet, like there's always ways to identify plants there's even apps. There's, there's so many different ways that, that, you know, can help you out.
1: But I will say if you're not 100% sure what it is, you shouldn't consume it. And you should also look up, I've said this before, make sure you look up any um, harmful plants, poisonous plants, mushrooms, anything in your area before you go out and forage so you know the bad ones to stay away from. And then make sure you know the lookalikes so you can stay away from those, right?
0: Because Mother Nature is trying to kill you <laughs>
1: So know what to say away from, have it written down, maybe some pictures like either in your phone or if you're super amazing at drawing in a little journal, I've always wanted to do that, like draw, like sketch out the little flowers and things, you know how people do in the olden days, but I'm not that talented, so I take a freaking picture Or of it. old.
0: <laughs> not yet, anyway. Not yet. Um, yes. So yeah, so there are... There's lots of different ways to save money, even the little less thought about ways we just told you for. You're welcome, but you know it obviously is a balance. We've talked about balance before, and we can't stress it enough. You know, you don't. We're not telling you to reevaluate gift giving, <laughs> 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 or to, you know, whatever. Not go on as many outings and
1: or cancel your Netflix subscription. That's right. So like-,
0: like we're obviously you have to be happy and you're. Kids and your spouse or living partners, they should also be happy. Homesteading cannot completely take over your life to the point where no one is happy and you're telling your kids they don't get freaking Christmas anymore because you have to spend your money homesteading. That's re- that's absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. Um, life is short, people, so make it sweet. And yeah. your kids are only small once, so make all those Christmases amazing because before you know it, they're effing 18 and – You know, they don't believe in Santa anymore. (laughs) And it's sad. I believe in Santa. (laughs) So anyways, it's a balance. So if you can save money in all these kind of, you know, neat little ways, then that is fantastic. And we try as hard as we can here. But we also are very keen on giving our kids, you know, really sweet lives. Yeah, and and
1: we're not saying we're like we have to buy them, you know, Target in order for them to have a happy Christmas. We're not saying that either. We make a lot of crap to ourselves and you know for gifts and things like that but when it comes oh to yeah like, we you make know,
0: a ton of stuff for gifts
1: yeah but on, if you can't like you know I mean there's some things you just
0: can't make like a video game <laughs> can't make that I mean I know I can't <laughs> and if you can good job and you know like Shauna's uh t- he's 10 yes good job Shauna's 10 year old boy really enjoys video games my 18 year old and my 17 year old they both enjoy video games um yeah you know and it's nothing that I would have like taken away from them at, at any point just because I was like no I need money to buy the correct hay feeder so <laughs> you can't have that video game like I don't know it just that's just it's my personal opinion yeah it's it a is a balance, balance and you know good to remember that and always kind of try to stay on top of it
1: yeah I think it like saving money is cool but I, going overboard is not cool
0: so yeah don't <laughs> exactly. so be don't cool. be don't be, be uncool cool. <laughs> That's very true though. Saving money is cool, but I mean, you know, an extremist of any sort, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't be crazy. Don't be cray. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Okay? Especially your kids. That's Probably a... your spouse. Your spouse is like, what the F did I marry? <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to give the kids Christmas? Or what do you mean what do you mean we're, can- we're canceling Netflix? Like, what the F? Yeah, just don't don't be uncool.
1: Yeah, like, don't just give your kids a toothbrush in their stocking. <laughs> Because that's the one item that you need to get every... You should get that every six months, by the way. <laughs> Dentist approved, of Dentist. course. Oh, uh, gosh. You're hilarious. Anyways, um, what else are we talking about?
0: Yeah, that, that was our four easy ways to save money. And if you have any ideas on ways to save money, you know, let us know in the comments here or on our Captivate website. I will... Put that link in the show notes for everyone.
1: Oh, Sherry did hit on um, before, and we've talked about it before, about, like, trying to make, like, literally everything, and how she said she was, like, "There's you can make so many things. But I think a lot of people um, – see, this is the whole, like, wool thing, Sherry. It's all coming full circle now. Like, people don't want to try things because they think it's going to be difficult, and you kind of, like, realize that it – Really, like, making bread, even, like, making sourdough bread. I'm just going to focus on bread. I really like it. Um, (laughs) I love carbs. Uh, Making your own pasta. You know, making your own spaghetti sauce. um, Cleaning supplies. Soaps. uh, Hair products. I even found a way to make my own
0: eyeliner. Just because I was like, if I ever run out of eyeliner, like, I need to know shawn is big on makeup she 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 loves it it's like it's like her thing which is cool it's also my daughter's thing my 13 year old loves it you compare me to your 13 year old <laughs> i'm not comparing I'm you i'm joking. saying you I love a love I of makeup amazing. and it's, it's yeah. very sweet yeah
1: anyway so i'm i'm not gonna be like you know whatever without so, eyeliner without so. eyeliner so i'm gonna know how to <laughs> flipping make it and it's not that hard so all i'm saying is that you know expand your horizons get out there try to make some things you'll probably be pleasantly surprised with how easy a lot of things are to make yourself Um, with that being said so we are also doing another segment on our podcast weekly it's called homestead highlight where we will be highlighting um, like a person trying to promote something either their business or their farm homestead whatever they're selling we're going to highlight um, a new person every week so if you would like to be highlighted on our podcast, go ahead and email us at our ourkindofhomesteading at gmail.com. Um, and today we are highlighting Amanda Fanning.
0: Amanda is the creator and owner of Raw Curious Cafe. You can find her on Instagram at rawcuriouscafe. With a K. She, with a K. Curious <laughs> and cafe with a K. Um I'm going to put that in the show notes, so no worries. She is a vegan chef and holistic nutrition counselor. She prepares and delivers vegan gourmet meal kits, which is pretty cool. She focuses on health and sustainability. And um, she's located in Wisconsin. And like I said, she delivers. You can go to her Instagram QR code and that will direct you to her menu. And from there, you can order. You can also contact her through Instagram for plant-based medicine which is awesome we use a ton of plant-based medicine and it's amazing and vegan you know it can be hard to prepare meals and especially healthy meals and to think you know all about it and okay plan ahead so you know sometimes getting like meal kits delivered is definitely the way to go
1: yeah or even getting you know some tips from somebody that knows what they're talking about like nutritional right so. right
0: exactly yeah she's like a nutritionist so yeah mm-hmm. that's amazing so good job Amanda. Yes. And if and thank like Shauna. Yes, us. and thank you for messaging us. It was amazing. We love, you know, people reaching out to us and communicating and, you know, growing our community even wider and wider.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's all it's always good to help each other out and grow each other's businesses because that's how, you know, we can all do better.
0: That's right. And make the world better.
1: Wow, I can sing Kumbaya now. <laughs> 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 Um, anyways, I think that is all for today. Um, we will talk to you all next time. That's right.
0: Happy homesteading.
1: Goodbye.